Hey guys, welcome to Telling the Told and Untold. My name is Toho. First of all, I'd like to wish you guys a happy new year and I hope 2022 brings you all your heart's desires. And with that, let's go straight into today's case. Today, we're going all the way to India, to the state of Delhi, to a little city known as Burari that has a population of just under 70,000 people. This case took place in 2018 and it literally shook the whole country and if you literally search the name of the city Burari the first thing that will pop up is this case and it's literally just a prime example of everything isn't always what it seems. The Chindavat family also known as the Bahatai family owned a grocery store as well as a plywood business in the area. If I'm not mistaken, the plywood business was right next door to their home as well as the grocery store. And the grocery store usually opened between 5 and 5.30 every morning because this was when um, the milkman would come and deliver the milk. But on the 1st of July 2018, the store hadn't opened and people really thought it was kind of strange and odd because the family was always on time at around 7 a.m one of their neighbors went onto her balcony she looked down and she saw there were like people waiting for the store to open so they can come like buy their milk and she also thought it was a bit odd that they hadn't opened up shop yet. So her husband went to their house just to go check like where they were and what the delay was. So as he knocked on the door, there was like no answer, but he noticed that the door was unlocked. So he walked into the house and he saw something that would forever be engraved in his mind. And after this, he basically just like ran out and his wife called the police. But because it was right, like it was really close to the grocery store and people were already waiting to buy their milk, people saw this. So some other people went into their house and they also saw the same thing that he saw. And it just was terrifying. It was terrifying. As the neighbor walked into the family home, he saw 10 bodies hanging from an iron grill on the ceiling and the 11th body found in another room. And you could hear their dog barking on the roof and it was later found that he had been tied up there all night. And the first officer on the scene said when he saw all those bodies hanging from the ceiling. He said it reminded him of a banyan tree and how the branches were suspending downwards. The faces of all 11 family members were wrapped up almost entirely with cloths from a single bed sheet. There was cotton in their ears. Um, their eyes had been covered and their hands bound behind their backs. There were also four stools found around the bodies. The bodies were hung with colorful dupattas, which is basically um, a traditional long headscarf that's usually worn by people in Asian countries, specifically India, Pakistan, and Bangladesh. The first officer arrived on the scene at 18 minutes past seven, and by the time he arrived, there was already a small crowd of people by the family's home, and this is probably because 
people were already there trying to buy milk and some people had already went into the house and saw the scene and saw all the bodies hanging and after this news spread like wildfire and within an hour there are about 5,000 people in the neighborhood like cars couldn't get past there were news reporters curious bystanders and because some news channels wanted to get like the best footage you could see reporters on like the roofs on the neighbors balconies just trying to get like the best footage they could possibly get and at around 25 to 8 20 to 8 a two minute video was released and in this video you could see the family hanging and the other body in the one room and you could tell that this was before police officers arrived on the scene because there was no one else in the home and after this the investigators were like just basically just released a media statement and asked the news channels not to release the footage because it was disturbing and also just out of respect for like their family members like you don't want to see like your entire family hanging from an iron curl ceiling you know yeah after this footage was released and basically everyone saw it everyone just had one question was this murder or a mass suicide the Bahatai clan consisted of two brothers and one sister. Lalit, who was 45 years old, Bunavish, who was 50, and Pratiba, who was 48 years old. Nariani Devi was 77 years old, and unfortunately, her husband has passed away a couple of years ago in 2006. And her son, Dinesh Singh Chundavat, did not live with the family, and therefore that made him like the sole survivor of the Burari deaths. Bunavesh was married to Savita who was 48 years old and he had three children, two daughters, Nitu who was 25, Meneka who was 23 and Dhruv who was 15 years old. Lalit was married to Tina who was 42 years old and they had one son, his name was Shivam. Pratiba was a widow and she was the mother of an only child and her name was Priyanka who was 33 years old. So when you walked into the house, the bodies that were found hanging were that of Lalit, Banavesh, Savita, Tina, Nitu, Maneka, Dhruv, Shivam, and Priyanka. Pratiba's body was found hanging a little away from the family and their mother's body, Narayan Devi, was found on the floor in the adjacent room. The Chindavad family was originally from Rajasthan and they lived there for over a decade before moving to Burari in 1989-1990. Bhopal Singh was Narayan Devi's husband and he was like a financially secure man. He owned like farmland and had cattle, cattle and had cattle. Um, he sold the land and bought a plot in Burari and that's when he moved in with his wife and his youngest son, Lalit. In 1993, Bundavesh, his wife, um, Savita and their only child at the time, 
need to move to Burari because his father basically summoned him and their oldest child, Dinesh, to come live with them. But the reason why Dinesh didn't go and didn't move to Burari and live under like his father's roof was because um, the previous year he was involved in an accident that left him bedridden for about 12 months. And he also says that his work in Rajasthan was thriving and just for him, he didn't want to like move cities and basically just like start over. So he just decided to stay behind. In the mid-1990s, Pratiba's husband passed away and um, her father, Bhopal, sent um, sent his two sons to bring her home as well as her daughter, Priyanka, because um, her in-laws basically just didn't treat her well and her father thought it would be better for her to be like with her family and also to give Priyanka like a good education. So that basically just sums up why everyone was living under the same roof at the time of this incident. So as the police officers started investigating, they were going to look at this case from every possible angle and just rule out certain things. So as they were looking at the home, they saw that nothing was disturbed and that there was no forced entry and no signs of a struggle. So for them, it was like, if this is a homicide, there should be signs of a struggle because 11 people have been killed so surely people like would be trying to like fight back fight for their lives but there was literally no signs of a struggle the only um the only indication of like someone trying to free themselves from like their hanging and their binds was Bandavesh and you could tell that his one hand was free and he tried like removing the restraint from his one like from his other hand and they also saw that the children wouldn't have been able to try and free themselves even if they wanted to because their hands were tied behind their backs and their feet tied together with um, telephone wire and it was tied really really tight so even if you like tried even if they tried to move their hands they probably couldn't. As the investigation continued police officers found CCTV footage that would change this entire case. So there was a camera in front of the family's home that showed the front door and basically this was the only point of entrance into the home and you couldn't try to get in from like another door or from like the roof this was the only way in and out of the house on the 28th of june tina who was lalit's wife and their son shivam were seen carrying four stools that they had just purchased Two days later, on the 30th of June, at around 20 to 10, the night of the incident, you can see Tina and Nitu, who is the daughter of Bandavesh and Savita, carrying the new tools. Less than an hour later, Shivam is seen opening the plywood shop and he takes a small bundle of wires to the home. The footage from that night and the days leading up to the night of the incident show no one else entering or exiting the home. The only other person that's seen by the, like, the front of the family's home is a food delivery guy that delivered food um, just a little bit after 10pm but he didn't enter the house. So after police officers see this footage, there's only one thing on their mind, and that is that this was an inside job. 
at the scene remains of Eritrea Pry um, were found and by looking at the ashes you could tell that Eritrea had taken place a day before and usually in suicide cases police officers um, would look um, at a nearby temple try and find suicide notes and as they were looking at the home they found a diary near um, the shrine and as they like opened the diary and just looked at the contents of it they decided to start searching around the house for other diaries and then they found another diary in the next room and after looking at this diary as well they turned the entire house upside down looking for other diaries and in total they found 11 of them. The earliest diary was dated in 2007 and the last diary entry was in 2018 um, a week before the incident took place on the 24th of June and these diaries um, were said to be like very instructional scolding and almost like a conversation so examples of like the text that she could find in the diary um would be like um Shivam is using his phone too much. He needs to spend more time with the family. Or Savita needs to cook more for the family and spend less time outside. You guys need to look up to Lalit and Tina as like your role models. You guys should listen to them, listen to what they have to say because um, they know what's right for the family. Need to, you need to stop going out and come back home. Bandavesh, um, alcohol will come in the form of something else and will ruin the family. So you better be on the lookout for that. So it was kind of like, notes and stuff like that about the family and then it was discovered that these everything written in the diary would be written almost on a daily basis and every morning the family would basically like wake up go read the diary see what's said see what they have to do and then just go on about their day so as police officers gathered all these diaries and like saw all the dates the first thing they did was go to the last entry which was on the 24th of june and everything that was written in that diary was exactly the same as the scene the way the bodies were hanging how they were tied how there was cotton in their ears and this just opened up another can of worms as the police officers read through these diaries they discovered that the diaries were dictated by Lalit who was the youngest who believed the spirit of his father Bhopal Singh was communicating with him and instructing him to perform Bad Tapasai which is basically a banyan tree worship for the betterment of the family and a handwriting analysis discovered that the diary entry the diary entries were written by Pratiba's daughter Priyanka as well as Bandavesh's oldest daughter Nitu. As I mentioned earlier, Lalit was the youngest sibling, but he was still the head of the family and controlled most things. He had been subjected to a head injury in the 1990s and was also involved in an accident. 
After his father, Bhopal, passed away, Lalit started showing obscure behavior and he was undiagnosed with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. After the trauma, Lalit didn't talk for a whole year and people believed that he had lost his voice. He used to tell his family members that he could see his father in his dreams and that his father told him that he had to say like a specific prayer and that his voice would come back. And after a year, his voice came back and he spoke for like the first time. So his family members looked at him and they thought like, you know what, he's telling the truth. He was speaking to his father who told him to say these prayers. And because of his father, his voice came back. After getting his voice back and his family members believing that Lalit actually saw his father Bhopal, um, Lalit um, basically just convinced his family that his father would speak through him and on some nights his father would like his father's spirit would come into him and that his father was speaking through him, telling the family members what to do. So because Bobal was basically the head of the family, now that he passed away and was speaking through Lalit, through that Lalit became the head of the family, even though usually the head of the family would be um, the oldest son. Like after the father passes away, the oldest son would take charge. But because Lalit had his father's spirit in him, he's the one that took charge of the family. And remember, this like happened over a span of 11 years. So for 11 years, he convinced his family that his father was speaking through him. Like sometimes his voice would change in the diaries. He would write, um, writing as his father like listen on thursday night at 9 p.m i am going to come and speak to you guys you guys should be ready you guys should do this ritual before i come and prepare everything for me the first indication of like preparation for the banyan ritual that took place in 2018 happened three years prior in 2015. That was the first diary entry about what was going to happen. And somehow Lalit convinced his family members that one last ritual had to take place. And um, he told them that they had to hang themselves in a specific manner um, that was said to him by his father. Once they hang themselves, it would be a matter of 10 to 15 minutes before the water kept in a pot would turn red and that their father would come and speak to them. And then after he speaks to them, um, he would go away and then the family members would basically untie themselves, get down and continue with life. So the Chandavad family didn't think they were going to die. They thought they were going to survive. So it was basically an accidental suicide. Most people believe that Lalit knew what he was doing. And some people find it really hard to believe that the family would intentionally commit suicide, especially because Priyanka, um, Pratiba's daughter, was engaged. And a couple of weeks before, they had like an engagement ceremony. And it was a really good time. There were pictures. The family was happy and everything like that. So people believed that Lalit was scared that if Priyanka went and married into another family and left, everything that happened in that house, all the diaries and the family secrets would come to light. And 
he wanted that control and if Priyanka left, he wouldn't have that control over his family anymore and he was scared. There were also some reports that after Priyanka's engagement party, like he would talk less, he was more irritable and people just say he was just stressed about what was going to happen if Priyanka left. So he thought that this was the only way to save his family and still have control but then for me personally I feel like that I don't think it's true because the first indication of this ritual that was going to happen in 2018 started in 2015 almost three years before so yeah the second reason some people believe that this happened was because Lalit did have some mental illness that was undiagnosed and this combined with like unquestioning obedience to patriarchy secrecy shame and excessive control over the lives of family members led to psychosis the case is closed and the reason like the reason for the deaths um, was said to be shared psychosis by family members.